Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It is another day that the Lord has made. And of course, we are rejoicing and we are glad in the blessing of the day. Certainly grateful and excited about this opportunity to connect with you on this Monday morning. It is time once again for the Monday Motivational Moment. Come on in and connect with us for just a moment or two. I believe that we have something to say today that is going to impact and empower your week and get you get get you off running and started on another positive and motivated week. So come on in and connect with us this morning as you're coming in. Please take a moment to tag, share, and please don't forget to speak uh, on this morning. We would certainly appreciate that. Uh, we are certainly excited and thankful and grateful for this opportunity to have you guys joining us as you do each Monday morning. We certainly appreciate that. Equally to Podcast Nation, good morning to you as well. So glad to have you uh, connected on all of the major markets each week. Uh, we are certainly grateful and certainly appreciative. Come on in, everybody. Um, it is time for that moment that we dive in and just share a nugget that I believe will be of help to everyone. Come on in. Hey, Karen, good morning to you. So glad to see you connected uh, on this morning. Pray all is well with you and yours on this morning. Minister Stephanie, good morning to you. I see you. Uh, so glad to have you connected with us on this Monday morning as well. Uh, pray that all is well with you. Uh, and yours on this morning. Come on in, everybody. Let's get ready to jump right in to this time of sharing. I believe that what uh, the Lord has given me to share today is really going to be helpful to all of us in one way or another. Miss Tanya, good morning to you. Pray all is well with you on this morning. So glad to see you connected with us. Uh, Mama Doris, good morning to you. So glad to see you uh, connected with you. Didn't get a chance to speak with you yesterday, but I uh, pray that all is well uh, with you on this morning. Vanessa DeBerry, good morning to you. And, uh, certainly grateful and thankful to have you connected with us on this morning. You guys are rolling right in here this morning. I'm so glad to see my educators rolling in. That lets me know that it's just about time for you guys uh, to jump back in. So certainly my thoughts and my prayers are with you guys as well. Miss Letha, good morning to you. Uh, so glad to see you um, this morning and pray that all is well. Listen, beloveds, this morning, I want to really spend some time talking about something that I believe is really going to be helpful to all of us in one area of life or another. Um, of course, St. James family has been involved in studying and reading through uh, the book of Proverbs this month. And so throughout the month of Proverbs, we challenged ourselves to read a chapter a day for every day of the month of August. And by doing so, we would then be able to gain some insight and some understanding of what wisdom was, and that we would pray and ask God daily to increase our wisdom, to help us gain more understanding of his word and how that word applies to our lives. Well, it was through that reading a couple of days ago that I was reading and translating and looking at some things and doing some cross-referencing of scripture that I came across a very familiar verse in the Bible 
that really the more I read that particular verse and began to look at it, the more it really began to help me understand something that as many times as I have read the verse, I've never seen. And so I want to share it with you this morning with hopes of encouraging you. The verse, of course, is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Now, you know that 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is the chapter on love. That's the chapter that Paul talks about love, love's characteristics, love's attributes, love being patient, love being kind. But seemingly as he wraps up this discussion on love, he says something in verse 11 that immediately caught my attention. And it allowed me to see something that I have never seen before. I want to read it from the Passion Translation. King James Version says something along this line. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I thought like a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. The Passion Translation reads it like this. When I was a child, I spoke about childish manners, for I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child. But look at this. But the day came when I matured and I set aside my childish ways. The day came when I matured. The day came when I matured. Mr. Sonia, good morning to you. The day came when I matured. And when I matured, I set aside my childish ways. Now, as many times as I have read this, um, even having occasion to preach from this particular passage of scripture, I've often thought about this from one sort of point of view. But what it showed me in the total context of 1 Corinthians 13 was I had to make sure that I was mature enough to handle love, to handle that agape, self-sacrificing love that Paul is speaking of here. There comes a time, beloveds, that you have to get to a point in your life that you have to basically say, I'm going to grow beyond this point. And that's really what I want to talk about. I really want to talk about this. There comes a time. And I want to add that parenthetically, the time is now. When we think about 1 Corinthians 13, we often think about Paul talking about love from an aspect of self-sacrificing, self-giving, thinking of others. But today, I want to challenge you to think about love for yourself. Because in reality, beloveds, if you can't first learn how to love yourself, you're going to have a hard time loving somebody else. And in thinking about that, there was a quote that I want to share. And I wish I knew who wrote this because I would definitely give them credit. But this is what they wrote. There's this thing that happens as you get older. You stop trying to fit in because you realize playing fake takes too much work. You stop going out of your way to make other people comfortable when it meant, when it meant disrupting your own comfortability. You stop letting people take advantage of you and have no, pe have no problem putting up boundaries and saying no. 
You stop caring about people who will usually get under your skin and you begin to focus on your own life and the things that genuinely make you happy. You stop being fixated on other people's outstanding resumes and you find yourself thinking about your own goals, your own visions, your own dreams. The older you get, the more you just want to be surrounded by good people, people who are good for you, good to you, and good for your soul. See, there comes a time, beloveds, there comes a time when you have to basically say, I love me more. I love me more. And when I think about that, there are three things that really came across my mind in just looking at what Paul really has to say here about maturity, maturing to a point that you can not only love yourself, but you can love yourself so that you can properly love others. You've got to find the strength to mature in such a way where you're not affected by other people's opinions. You find yourself living in such a strength, in such a confidence that people love you for who you are. They accept you for who you are. Or as Mary J. Blige says, you take me as I am or have nothing at all. So today I want to challenge us this week as we begin a new week. I want to challenge us to realize that there comes a time when you not only have to love others, but I want to challenge you to find the strength to love yourself. I want you to find the strength to push yourself into greater. I want you to find the strength to be more, to do more, to think more, to not only, to not only see others be successful and be happy for others and celebrate others when they are successful, there comes a time when you've got to find the strength to push yourself, to celebrate yourself, to tell yourself you are all of that. You are awesome. You've got to be able to tell yourself you can do better. You are more than that. There are three things that I need us to remember. There are three things that, that I need us to hold on to as it relates to loving ourselves so that we can love others. Number one, the first thing I need us to hold on to is we've got to be able to practice self-care. And self-care has got to be more than just a vacation. Self-care has got to be more than, than just treating yourself to something special every once in a while. Self-care simply means that I've got to make sure that I take the time to really look after me. I've got to take care of myself physically, mentally, financially, emotionally. Love yourself enough to make sure that you are doing what needs to be done so that you are properly taken care of. Love yourself to a point, and I want to challenge us to do this. Self-care basically says that you have your finances in order. Pastor Lee, good morning to you, my brother. Self-care says that you, you love yourself to a point that you have finances in order, that you've got your business in order, that you are pushing yourself for more, that you are taking your time to, as the, the quote says, to set up boundaries, to be able to say no, 
to be able to find the strength to say, you know what? I am not going to allow you to take me to a place that I was never designed to be taken to. Self-care has got to be a thing that you start looking after your mindset. Let me make sure that I keep the negativity away from me. The word of God says, if it be possible, as much as as lieth in you, learn how to live peaceably with all men. Learn how to live in peace so that you won't find yourself shattered into pieces. Self-care has got to be more than just taking a break from the norm, but making time away from the norm to really recapture life. Those of us with, with children will understand where I'm going. You don't want to become so busy with life and living that you miss out on making memories. Love yourself to a point that you are willing to take care of yourself. Love yourself to a point that if you don't have to be involved with it, don't get involved with it. Love yourself to a point that if it doesn't have anything to do with you, you don't get entangled with that. Because sometimes we can get so hung up in other people's affairs that we will wear ourselves down. We got to love ourselves enough to basically say, I love me more than that. Big Brother Rob, good morning to you. Pastor Celestine, good morning to you. So glad to have you as well. I've got to love me more. And I've got to love me more so that I can love you more. Second thing I need us to hold on to is not only practicing self-care, but secondly, I want to challenge us to practice self-love. And self-love has got to be more than just retail therapy. Self-love has got to be more than just buying yourself things. It's got to be more than just material. It's got to be spiritual. You got to love yourself to want to have a closer relationship and a closer walk with God. You got to love yourself more to the point that you really say, if this is not for me, let me step away from it. I want to challenge us to love ourselves to the point that we basically know what's good for us and we know what's not good for us. We love ourselves to the point that we know what we can and cannot do. It's okay to have limitations. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say, I'm not able to do that. It's, it's okay to have boundaries, people. So sometimes, you know, particularly in the Christian world, we got to be also careful that we don't allow our humility to become an opportunity for somebody else to treat us like a doormat. I'm humble, but you can't walk on me because I love me more. I'm humble, but I refuse to let anything or anyone come in between me and my peace. That's self-love. I love me more than that. So I want to challenge us this week. When you love yourself more, guess what? You're able to love like Paul tells us. That's what Paul is basically saying. There's a level of maturity that comes with loving God and loving others. And the only way that you're going to build that maturity is you've got to be able, as Paul says, to put away the childish things. 
I love myself enough to basically say there's some games I don't have time to play. There's some levels of disrespect I will not tolerate. There are some levels of disregard that will cause me to distance instead of getting closer. Why? I'm protecting my heart. I'm protecting my mind. I love me more than that. Self-care, self-love. But then third and finally, I want to challenge us this week. Love yourself enough to practice high self-esteem. And self-esteem has got to be more than who you are connected to. Self-esteem has got to be making sure that if no one else praises your pine, you praise your pine. If no one else praises your accomplishments, find the strength to be proud of your accomplishments. We find so many, particularly in the body of Christ, and I'm going to be honest about this for a moment, particularly in the body of Christ and particularly with ministers who struggle with self-esteem. They struggle with it. They struggle with self-esteem. They struggle with being accepted. They struggle with being loved. And we are often basing self-esteem, look at this, on the people that are around us. What happens when nobody's around? What happens when you're in that, that space where you are alone? Are you lonely? Or are you just alone and in a place of peace? Self-esteem has got to be more than just the people that ride with you. Remember, the older you get, the more you just want to be surrounded by good people. People who are good for you. People who are good to you. And people who are good for your soul. We are, we are dealing with a time now, and I feel so heavy that someone is watching or perhaps listening that I'm right in your vein today because so many times you are looking for praise from people. You're looking for acceptance from people. And when you get the acceptance from people, you think you've really done something. Let me tell you, take a lesson from Jesus. They will say Hosanna one week and say crucify him the next. So you have to find the strength to find love for yourself. Push yourself. Push yourself. Encourage yourself. What about your dreams? What about your visions? What about your desires? Are you waiting for someone to second that motion? Or are you saying, you know what? I'm going to step out of this boat and I'm going to make this happen for me. There comes a time. That's what Paul is saying to us here. There comes a time when I was a child. I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought like a child. But there comes a time when I must become a man. I must mature. And I must put away my childish things. I want to challenge us this week to start seeing ourselves growing and evolving to love ourselves more. I want to challenge us this week to find the strength to basically tell yourself and the world around you, 
I love me so that I can love you. It's because I love me. I love you. Look at this now. Remember this. Jesus said it this way, that I have to love the Lord my God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. But he didn't stop there. And this is where I leave you. He says, I also have to love my neighbor as I love myself. There comes a time when you have to find the strength to love you. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you today for another opportunity to share. I thank you for the power and strength that comes from a knowledge and understanding of your word. And God, I thank you that you allow your word to come to life in us, to us, and through us. God, I thank you that you love us. But God, I pray now that you would give us strength to love ourselves so that we can love our brothers and our sisters. Give us a fresh focus on life. Give us a fresh perspective on life. Help us not to focus so much on the negativity, but help us focus on the positive things around us. Father, I ask that you would send people to us and allow them to connect to us, people that are good for us, that are good to us, people that are good for our souls, good for our thinking, people that will hold us accountable and will celebrate us when we're right and love us enough to tell us when we're wrong. God, send things into our lives that will give us drive that will increase our passion, that will increase our willingness to want to work and see things happen. God, above all, give us the strength to know that when no one else loves us, you love us. You loved us so much that you sent your son, Jesus, into the world to die for our sins. And you said that whosoever would believe in him would never die. They would not perish, but they will have everlasting life. God, give us a reason to live again. Give us a reason to walk with hope, with help, and with health this day and for the rest of our lives. This is our prayer. I offer it now. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Listen, to God be all of the glory and all of the honor. Thank God for this opportunity and every opportunity that I have to share with us. And I pray that what has been shared has been a nugget to sort of empower you to love yourself. There comes a time that you've got to learn how to love you. And I want to challenge you to do it. And if you can do it, I believe we all can have a marvelous, magnanimous, miraculous, but most of all, motivational week in the name of the Lord Jesus. Until the next Monday, guys, know as always, I love you all.